0: Oh my gosh, EJ, is that you? Uh, yeah. It's been so long since we've done this podcast. Dude, I haven't seen you in like seven months. That's not true. I've seen you plenty of times. Yeah, that's true. But I haven't seen you on this podcast in seven months. Yeah, sorry,
1: it's not my fault. But we're back now. are, And that's what matters. You know, there was a lot of stuff that happened this summer. I don't know if you guys noticed, um... One or two things. Yeah, global pandemic happened. Yeah. Shut a lot of things down. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, um, there was a, um, you know, a little rights,
0: social movement.
1: Yeah, a little civil rights movement there in the middle that uh, has persisted, which, as they should, civil rights. You know, that was important. Yeah. Um, then there was a whole election.
0: I heard about that. Did you? Did, yeah. Do you know what happened? No. I didn't watch the last episode.
1: Me neither. <laughs> uh, actually, the um, funny enough, they uh, there was supposed to be a last episode, and then um, they couldn't like bring it all together. Um,
0: Did someone steal
1: it? No, they didn't steal the last episode. They um, just didn't have enough to like bring everything together and finish it. So instead of a last episode, Mm. um, it's kind of become this marathon. So it sounds like they're just going to end up putting together a whole nother season that's like an extension of this season. um, And we don't know how long it's going to last.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. When are they supposed to release a new season? Um, Is it like we have to wait a year to find out what happens in this cliffhanger?
1: Probably uh, like at least a month, maybe two. Um by January twentieth, um they said that the season should be wrapped up um and we should have like a, a finale uh by January twentieth. Um
0: good to know. I'm excited to see I'm excited to see how this uh episode ends forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well I not. not it may not be forever though. It may not they they're talking about putting out another season in twenty twenty four, believe it or not. Yeah. It's crazy. I know, I know. Yeah if they don't wrap this season up, um, the way they want to, um, you know, if the writers aren't able to get on the same page for 2020 and like get a good ending, um, for them, then they're talking about potentially putting together another season for 2024. So that'll be really, I mean, really interesting to kind of see how that develops and stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's why we had not been around. That was the moral of that story.
0: Welcome back to Advantage,
1: a podcast by Shua.
0: where we talk about the best and worst from marketing uh, in the past.
1: Yeah, because we can't talk about it in the future because
0: we are busy. We are busy creating it. Yes, we are creating the future of marketing. And on today's reunion episode... Of advantage.
1: It's a reunion. Oh, I love reunions. Those are my favorite episodes.
0: We have a bunch of really great burgers to talk about, and I'm really burgers 100. to talk about this. Like, I've, I've been thinking about this a burgers. lot. I've been, I've been, I've been putting burgers down so that like I know what to talk about during this. Yeah. Um, and it should be really burgers.
1: Yeah, it's going to be burgers crazy. Like just- so many burgers to talk about. Um, which burger do we want to start with? Travis Scott? Just kidding. That's our next podcast. Anyway. Burgers. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what this whole podcast is about. That's what our whole newsletter was about. No, it's not. But. um, I hear
0: that is what football fans love.
1: Football fans do love burgers. And what else do they love? Um, They love cars. And what
0: else do they love?
1: Uh, not having to get up to receive said burgers or cars. Yep. You
0: know who knows this?
1: Carvana. (laughs) Postmates. Also Postmates, yeah. They do the same thing, except with burgers. Postmates
0: put out a really cool ad this year.
1: They did. They did. Um, we're going to play it for you so that you guys are on the same page as us.
0: I really thought it was, like, very burgers.
1: Um... Extremely burgers, really. Um,
0: let's listen to it. Pull that up. Yeah, you should have had that ready before.
1: <laughs>
0: that was a fun intro.
1: Carvana, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way burger buying should be. The f- Do they take it down? The flippity flip, or it could be the Wi Fi. It's this one, right? Yeah, that's okay.
1: Introducing burgers, the only burgers supercharged burgers burgers. When all you can burgers is think about,
0: postmates. Official on-demand food delivery partner of the NFL.
1: Chills. Wow.
0: Burgers. Have you heard about subliminal messaging?
1: Um so yeah. <clears throat> You know, advertisers have um, tried to use subliminal messaging to help sell products for years. Um, Postmates, with this ad, mm-hmm. said, let's do that same exact thing, but make it obvious. Liminal messaging. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's the opposite of sub? <laughs> Super? Super liminal messaging. messaging. We, we might be onto something.
0: I think Postmates already did that.
1: You're right. That so, is what,
0: we're talking about. what was Sad talking about? I can't tell. <clears throat> I think it was
1: cars. No, burgers. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely about burgers. Um, anyway, yeah, so subliminal messaging. It is something that um, has been around for years. Um, many credit the birth of subliminal advertising um, to 1957 when a market researcher named James Vicari, uh inserted the words eat popcorn and drink Coca-Cola into a movie. Interesting. Um, yeah. Like... They, like, it, they cut those words into a single frame of the movie hmm. so that, like, nobody watching the movie could perceive these, but apparently, supposedly, according to him, um, that subliminal messaging got them to buy more popcorn. Um, Did it work? He said that there was supposedly an 18.1% increase in Coke sales and a 57.8% increase in popcorn sales. What? Yeah. You want to know something? That's significant. Yeah.
0: 57%. Oh, I
1: know. You want to know something crazy? What? It's all a hoax. Fake news. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it all turned out to be a hoax. Um, none of it was real. Um, but more recent experiments. Um, have shown that subliminal messages can actually work and affect behavior in small ways. I mean, it could be used, potentially. Um, So, I mean, there was a a Harvard study in 1999 um, that basically tried to use a similar method, and um, they inserted positive affect words like wise, astute, and accomplished um, into a uh, computer game, and then they put in another set of words like senile, dependent, and diseased into the computer game, and those who got the positive affect words ended up exiting the room significantly faster than those who got the negative words. Huh. Um, So, I mean, an interesting study. um, And is that,
0: like, they finished the game faster? I would
1: assume so. Because they were Um, more
0: motivated.
1: Yeah, when I was reading this, it didn't really say much Um, About, like, what the whole point of the game was, but I would assume that they just finished the game quicker. So, yeah, I mean, there is evidence. um, I mean, if you know psychology, that subliminal messaging and that kind of stuff can um, affect your thinking and some of your um, decision making. And uh, one thing that's kind of crazy is. After that, James um, Vicary uh, study, there was a nineteen seventy three book called Subliminal Seduction that claimed that subliminal techniques um, could be used widely in advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, around that book, there was this fear of these Orwellian dangers um, of subliminal messaging that basically any marketing company could put in these subliminal messaging. Um, to get people to buy their products. The FCC stepped in to hold hearings, and they actually declared subliminal advertising contrary to public interest because it involved the intentional deception of the public, which is pretty crazy. And, I mean, it, it makes sense that if it has that much power, yep. that um, the FCC and just regulatory... Um, Regulatory
0: Regulatorians, I believe, is the term.
1: Regulatorians um, would want to ban that.
0: I had no idea that like subliminal messaging was banned, though. I thought that I mean, people say sex sells all the time. Isn't that like the use of subliminal messaging? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like pretty <laughs> upfront.
1: Yeah, and I think the biggest and takeaway like, from that was that the subliminal messaging has to be such that. Um, the blind eye cannot perceive it.
0: Mm, okay. So, so like, I mean, I guess in that case, like, if it worked, putting the words, like, buy Coke and popcorn, like, technically you couldn't perceive it. Exactly. So that, that would be counted as that. Exactly. Um, okay.
1: Because if we go back into history... Um, there are a lot of advertisers that consciously chose to include some subliminal messages in their ads um, to potentially try and harness that subliminal power to associate their products with sex and power. Um, so a few ads that you know have been used in the past. Um, there was a Coke can um, or an ad, um, and the Coke can had... A sexy outline of a woman on top of the can of Coke um, made out of ice. Interesting. Very interesting, right? I mean it takes some it takes a little bit of imagination. Yeah. Um, but that's one example. Um, there was an example from Intel, um, and they were hyping up their uh Intel Core 2 duo processor, um, 40% more performance for business. And there was talk of like, is this subliminal racist messaging? Because you have this white business guy standing in the middle of the of the conference room. And then you have these six black runners who are all just like in their ready position. And the ad says multiply computing performance and maximize the power of your employees. Hmm. So, I mean, you end up having this power figure as a white man. And then these. Um,
0: they almost look like they're
1: bowing down to him. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I can absolutely see, like, I, would, I wouldn't love that. Um, then in The Lord of the Rings, there's the one ring to rule them all. And some people say that the words Coca-Cola were actually engraved in that one That's ring hilarious. to rule them all.
0: Right? I can absolutely see that. Yeah.
1: Um, then I don't know what this came from, but... Um, there's this ad of a guy taking off his shirt, and you can kind of see the outline of what looks like a phallic symbol in his abs, um, interesting, I mean if they put that in there, then, okay. Um, another one, very funny, um, Benson and Hedges 100s, they were cigarettes, um, back in the old days when you could actually advertise for cigarettes. And it says, if you got crushed in the clinch with your soft pack, try our hard pack. So this was in the age of soft packed cigarettes. And Benson and Hedges 100s were putting out a hard cardboard box um, to hold the cigarettes. So already that line right there, if you got crushed in the clinch with your soft pack, um, try our hard pack. Very sexual in nature. And then if you actually look at the uh, picture... Um, if you highlight where the man's hand is on the lady's back, you see a, um, very erect, um, penis. Yes. Uh, on her back that the man is holding. So that one is pretty clear that they were going for, for sex. Um, oh then there's my there's one gosh. for Dickies, um, are for moving men and they have this horseshoe, except it looks like both of them are holding. Pieces, what the heck? This is okay. It's really this is fun. W- what is this article? Um, this is from Business Insider. Um, it is called The Shocking Drink and Incredible Coke History of Subliminal Advertising. It was actually published in uh 2011.
0: Okay, we will link this because this is hilarious. It's really
1: funny. I would love for that, everyone to go through this.
0: That Dickies one
1: is the Dickies one's really funny. Funny. Um, there was a KFC sandwich that apparently had a dollar bill. Um, hidden inside the lettuce, um, which is really funny, and that's actual—that's uh, an actual picture from the actual video. Um, that's funny. one of my favorites. Uh, this Heineken um, ad—you have the two bottles, and you have the figure of the or the outline of the bottles, and when you flip that over, it looks like a butt. A very nice butt. <laughs> yep. Um, there is this this Burger King ad. How they were ever able to get this out into the masses. Um, it just tastes better. It'll blow your mind away. Um, BK super seven incher. You need to
0: visit this link to see. I'm
1: reading this caption real quick. This is going to be the last one that we talk about on this. This caption, fill your desire for something long, juicy, and flame grilled with the new BK super seven incher. Yearn for more after you taste the mind blowing burger that comes with a single beef patty. Topped with American cheese, crispy onions, and the A1 thick and hearty steak sauce. My
0: gosh, how
1: <laughs> there is no hiding that. That was not even that was that was the postmates approach to sex. Like that was like, we're not even gonna pretend like we are just, you know, maybe sneaking a little bit of, of sex in this. Like, are you kidding me? BK super seven incher. Oh my I, gosh. Fill your desire with something long, juicy. I, it's just
0: that's hilarious, yeah, it kicks off so forward with that, like fill your desire with something long and juicy.
1: also once you guys okay. see the picture, um it's it's even worse because you have this this lady, um very pretty, red lipstick on, you know, makeup, has her mouth wide open, and then you've got this um super seven incher coming right at her mouth. And the... Is this real? Is this actually this, real? This is, I don't believe it. I don't... I, it's really hard to... It's really hard to believe. I did not do that much research into it. And I mean,
0: it's on Business Insider. Like, there's yeah, some there's, credibility there. There is
1: a, some credibility. Yeah. It's just, it's
0: It's really just crazy. This was a Carl's Jr. ad I saw today, and I just think the name is really funny. The new Monster Angus Thick Burger. It's a great OnlyFans persona name. Anyway, that's subliminal, subliminal messaging. messaging. Um, so Can't that, do it. The FCC doesn't like it.
1: So yeah, the FCC doesn't like it. But um, you know, actually, the use of subliminal messaging today is banned in many countries. However, the United States does not expressly forbid the use of subliminal messages in advertisements, though the use would fall under federal law enforcement jurisdiction. So mm. you know, the feds if it's if it's egregious enough um the feds could step in and kind of shut you down okay um but yeah i mean it is kind of crazy that um it is not actually outright banned in the u.s especially considering um the fcc hearings way back in the day when um james had his little hoax of a an experiment
0: yeah well and i mean like the lines could be so blurred with that like what's subliminal what's not
1: very true because
0: i mean like You know, especially, like, in advertising, at least I don't try to, I guess, necessarily say things outright, say things exactly as I mean them. Like, there's always a story around it, and, like, you try to, like, share a message in, like, a really creative way, which, like, could be subliminal,
1: maybe. But, I mean, that's kind of what marketing is all about. Like, marketing is all about portraying this story or this message around your product um, without expressly saying what that is, yeah, for the most part,
0: and like the people who you pick to portray a product, or like to be in a in an ad, um, to like how they're doing certain things, to like even like how large someone is, or like the stance of someone, like all of that plays a really big role in what you're saying, yeah, and it can support it. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, in a way, that could be subliminal messaging.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're but never gonna put someone. Um, you know, if you're talking about a product that you're marketing to CEOs of companies, you're not gonna put this, you know, weak looking child child, you know, in a not power stance yeah. trying to sell your product. Like you're gonna find the most boss bitch CEO that you can put out there in their full on power superhero stance to try and sell that product because the whole point of that product is portraying this power. Right. Um, So yeah, I mean, it it does kind of blur the lines there. Um, And like that's common. Yeah.
0: Which is why it's so much fun that Postmates said, great, (laughs) make it obvious. Yeah, we're
1: going to do that, but we're going to make it so obvious that you cannot. uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, and like the tagline still like throws me off a lot, but that's like part of the appeal because it's just like when all you can burgers is think about. Yeah. Like, my, I still can't wrap my mind around that for some reason. Like, it doesn't click for me. But stands out because it's just so weird. Yeah. Like, the, the whole ad campaign is just like...
1: I mean, and they literally just flipped the words. Hey. they <laughs> yeah. didn't change... They didn't, like, insert burgers into a spot in the sentence that was, like, supposed to be a different word. They literally just took those same words yeah. and switched it around. Because... You could say when all you can think about is burgers, but instead they said when all you can burgers is think about. Way more attention. Way more attention.
0: That guy deserves a raise. Or girl or person. Person, yeah. Whoever it was in that marketing boardroom deserves a raise. Absolutely. That is because it caught my attention mm -hmm. and made me laugh. Um and they've done a couple of these, right? Yeah.
1: That was that was one specifically made for NFL games. Um and it was made um, specifically to be, yeah, to be aired during the NFL.
0: And so they've done a few like this.
1: Yeah, um, they did. They have, I think the first one came out at the beginning of the year, um, and it was a guy sitting on a subway train, and these burgers are all floating around him, and they start hitting him in the face. And, I mean, it's really funny. It uh-huh. um, must have been really fun to shoot. I can only imagine um, what they did. To get that shot, you know, hanging a bunch of burgers from like fishing lines or something like that, and you know, so that was a really fun um, shoot to mm-hmm. or fun video. Um, yeah, that one. That one. W-
0: what I like about this one though is like it looks like it's going to be a car commercial. Oh yeah, and it totally just catches you off guard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. like it
0: just infiltrates. It. And I think they did one with pad Thai as well.
1: I th- they did. Did yeah. they do other? Um,
0: I'd, food stuffs. I
1: think so. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. I know they did the pad thai. um, They did the burgers. I think they might have done a pizza, but I'm not positive. Mm, Wings? Mm, Have they done wings? Maybe.
0: Maybe Um, I'm just uh, making assumptions based on the kind of people who I think watch
1: sports. I think so. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like we talked about in the beginning, you know, it was a great ad for Postmates to run um, during NFL games because it brings together the two things that football fans love. Which is fast cars and food, specifically burgers. Um, so it's very relevant for the brand, um, because what is postmates? It is a food delivery, the food delivery app on demand. Um, actually, Postmates does more than just food delivery. They do delivery of drinks, almost anything. Um, you can get drinks. Um, and actually, um, one of the things that postmates, has talked about, um, and I don't know if this is like one of their taglines, but it's anything from anywhere, whether that's groceries, alcohol, flowers, or fake birds. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, I I have not used it for that. I haven't either. For sure. I didn't know you could order alcohol in it either. Uh,
1: Well, not in New Mexico because New Mexico, I believe, has laws against that. Oh, okay. Um, But in other states that you can, um, they do alcohol delivery. Um, You can also... um, One of their most unusual orders was a $3,400 dress for a user who had stained her own um, and then also the dopest and most colorful of the fake birds. Interesting. Hmm. Um, So anyway, back to the brand relevance. Um, It is really relevant for them because uh, whether you realize it and caught on or not, um, it brings cars and food together in a on-demand food delivery service so having a commercial that is appearing to be a car commercial that then turns into a burgers commercial i mean it's kind of just uh very relevant it works i mean i've
0: definitely never seen postmates delivered in a porsche
1: no but and they're usually
0: cool. not as fast as i would like such wow. as that fast car Wow. I know. I'm sorry. My standards are... Jeez. Like, when I see that 30 to 40-minute uh, delivery time, I'm like, do True. I need
1: this? True. Yeah.
0: Or should I eat the ramen in my fridge?
1: And you know, my biggest Not thing, in my fridge.
0: The ramen in my cupboard, and I will just <laughs> eat it.
1: My thing with, the, with Postmates is the uh, delivery fee, because from what I've seen... Um, Postmates tend to have the highest delivery fees out of all of the Mm -hmm. brands. Um, and you know, when we're talking about food delivery, there's a lot of different options. You've got Grubhub, you have DoorDash, you have Postmates, you have Uber Eats, and then you have delivery.com. Um, and the history behind all of these is actually very interesting. Um, because a lot of these started off as, um, you know, small, little companies. Um, yeah.
0: Where they would just do it like in their community, yeah. they had like the menus on it and you could just essentially like hire someone to pick it up for you.
1: Basically. Um, and I think it was Grubhub um, that, yeah. So Grubhub was actually founded in Chicago um, in 2004 um, as a, as an alternative to paper menus. Um, and then two years later, they actually, um, the creators or the founders, um, won first place at their school's business awards um, for a new venture challenge. And um, that business plan for Grubhub worked and they won. They got a ton of funding and they were actually able to buy up brands like Seamless, All Menus, Menu Pages, Level Up, and Topingo. Um, And so that's kind of where they became grubhub that we know now okay Um, a lot of these different companies um i mean the fact that grubhub just started as basically saying hey restaurant instead of having all these paper menus all the time like why don't we put that digitally onto the internet so you don't have to have those paper menus yep um revolutionary revolutionary
0: especially in 2004
1: yeah yeah especially in 2004 um and what's even crazier um specifically about grubhub is May 12th of this year, Uber announced that it was going to approach Grubhub with a takeover offer, and then on June 9th of this year, Just Eat Takeaway, which is the largest food delivery service uh, in... nope, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know where they're from. However, the acquisition created the largest online food delivery service outside of China, and provided Just Eat Takeaway with a base in the US market. So I'm assuming hmm. um, Just Eat Takeaway is a Chinese company. I'm not sure. I think it is, yeah. Um, I remember hearing about that in so the news. Yeah. But so there's that one. What yes. Are, what's that face for? Sorry. What are you talking about for the news?
0: I wanted you to be impressed that I read the news. Oh,
1: yeah. Good for you. I'm proud. Thank you. I didn't even know you could read, honestly. I didn't either. I guess yes. I listened to it on podcasts. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that makes more sense. Um, but then getting back to Postmates specifically, um, funny enough, on July 6th of this year, uh, Uber actually bought Postmates, which, I mean, we can talk about that. Like, I does mean,
0: that- I'm, I'm sure valuations of all these companies are just exploding right now because people are stuck at home. Oh, absolutely. And are being told to not go outside. Absolutely. And also, all these companies, because of this, um, are putting on their, we are helping the people hats and reducing their
1: delivery fees. True. Especially for local.
0: I had never actually ordered anything on any delivery app until like a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, And the only reason, I got Grubhub. The only reason was because my mother gave me a $50 gift card for Grubhub, and I ordered us. Um, I ordered acai bowls and sushi for my girlfriend
1: for her birthday. Hmm, that sounds good. And now I have Grubhub. and I've used it a couple times. Yeah, it's a very addictive and dangerous thing. I have Uber Eats, Grubhub, and Postmates all on yep. my phone.
0: My and- my rotation on my phone is uh, Twitter to TikTok to Grubhub and back. Yeah. The cycle just continues.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Burgers. yeah. Burgers.
1: Burgers. Burgers. Um, but I think, like, for me, the craziest thing about that Uber and Postmates deal is, like, those are competing services. Mm-hmm. Which I guess putting that all under one roof isn't the worst idea, especially since Postmates um, has the highest variety um, as far right. as their products. Um,
0: Because Uber Eats, I assume, is for eating. Eating, Yes, for Eats. Probably drinking as well because it's complimentary. It is. But you probably can't order birds, fake birds. No, you can't. On Uber Eats. Correct.
1: And Postmates has, um, which is pretty crazy when you think about it, Postmates has the highest number of cities served with 4,200 cities. Wow. Uber Eats, on the other hand, is only serving 500 cities. Wow. So from an acquisition standpoint, like it really does make sense because they are now able to put themselves out into so many more markets. Over 4,000. Over, well, not quite because they had 500, but almost 4,000 new markets. Right, yeah, Thirty-five hundred new markets for a total of forty-two hundred markets. That's like crazy. Thirty-seven hundred new markets, but look, yeah, it's okay. okay,
0: we've determined I can't read. We've <laughs> determined I can't do math. Like, what else do you want to say about me?
1: Um, they also just doubled the number of restaurants featured um, as a company because Uber Eats uh, only features three hundred twenty thousand, which crazy. Oh, um, Postmates six hundred thousand. That is double Grubhub, DoorDash, and A little less than double Uber Eats.
0: How much did they buy this for?
1: Um, If I remember correctly, the acquisition was... Give me a second. Go ahead and talk about something different. Um, Or the same. I don't know. Talk about
0: something. I liked my Grubhub experience. Both of my drivers were quite nice. I didn't order burgers, and I have not tried Postmates. I have heard of GoPuff though. Is that Ooh, a local thing GoPuff or is, is that really cool one? Is that um, local or is that nationwide? I think
1: GoPuff might be a local one. Um, so back to your question, Uber announced it acquired Postmates in a two point six five billion dollar all stock deal.
0: Wait, say the number again. I stopped listening.
1: Two point six five billion all stock deal. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah, and it's planning to run it. Alongside Uber Eats not actually um, merging okay. all of the tech. They are going to be merging some of the tech and delivery operations at the back end. Um, so, you know, drivers who drive for Uber Eats or Postmates can now do both. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, Uber Eats and other stuff is not a very good name.
1: Yeah. And then Grubhub, um, back to that, when they were acquired, um, just, oh, Europe, actually, is where Takeout, Just uh, oh, okay. Takeaway is. Um. So Europe's Just Eat Takeaway bought uh, Grubhub for $7.3 billion. So that's crazy. Interesting. Um, but yeah, back to GoPuff. I mean, since we're speaking on, you know, on-demand and delivery and all that stuff, um, GoPuff is really cool because essentially what they do is it's a similar approach, except rather than um, having to go to a store or something like that, um, what GoPuff does is they purchase all of this stuff. And they almost act like an Amazon warehouse or an Amazon fulfillment center where they buy all this stuff and they bring it into their warehouse. And then that's where their stock lives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so then their drivers, um, when you order, you know they have a specific inventory on the app. <clears throat> so you order whatever you need, the driver will grab it from the warehouse and then take it to your location. So you can get anything from like toilet paper, paper towels, deodorant, um, groceries, snack items. If you are, you know, if you get the munchies, you can get some Gatorade and some Doritos or Cheetos, Flamin' Hot Cheetos, whatever you want. Um, it's really, it's really convenient and it basically takes your, uh, convenience store, um, like your corner store, convenience store, whatever. And uh puts it in the palm of your hand so that you can get that on demand without leaving your couch.
0: Interesting. Cause also isn't their like delivery fee pretty low? I think it's like a dollar.
1: Yeah. And there's no search fee, pricing. Um their delivery fee is um very small. Um I've seen billboards
0: for it. I've never used it. I mean, I, I just popped my delivery cherry.
1: Yeah. With well, Grubhub. A dollar okay.
0: okay. That's not
1: bad. Um and they're Open 24-7 in most markets and if not 24-7 they are available very late everywhere else um, but yeah i mean you can get cleaning supplies over-the-counter medicine food drinks electronics baby essentials it's literally just about anything you could possibly want or need um, on demand
0: I assume that list of cities means it's not local. It
1: is not local. That is a very large list of cities. Yep. And I think, like, to bring all of this together, um, it would be that, first off, subliminal messaging, if you do it right, it's not subliminal anymore, and it gets people talking. Number one.
0: If you don't do what everyone else is doing. yes. Yes.
1: Number two, putting an ad out for food delivery that runs during an NFL game that talks about fast cars and burgers. Really smart idea. Smart. That's hitting your market. Good work. Nobody wants to leave.
0: There's a word for that. Targeting.
1: True. Exactly. Marketing terms, 101. Josh knows his marketing terms. He doesn't know how to read or add, but he knows marketing terms. Yes. Those little buzzwords, you know? Yep. Um, And then I think third, just to kind of bring it all together, what we've seen this year specifically is this huge market for on-demand delivery um, and just on-demand products in general? Um, you know, not having to leave your home to do literally anything. I mean, yes, there was Amazon, and Amazon's been huge for years. Um, but the biggest thing with Amazon is they didn't really have um, actually, and that's not even true. Amazon did have a food delivery service. Um, let me look Interesting. It yeah. So, yeah, the um, Amazon one, if I remember correctly, was called Eat24, um, founded in 2008. However... 2008? 2008.
0: 2008, yes. Okay.
1: Um, and now their parent organization is Grubhub. Um, so that so, was one of the ones that Grubhub... Uh,
0: oh, okay. So Amazon like did that and then sold it to Grubhub. Maybe.
1: I don't even actually know if that was Amazon's one. Um, Cause now I'm thinking I read something different. Mm, so now both of us can't read. Is what now, you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Cause Amazon doesn't have a current product um, for, you know, restaurant delivery. Right. Um, but they do have their grocery delivery through Whole Foods and all that yep. stuff. yeah um, Yeah, I mean, ultimately, to bring it all together one more time, is uh, this year, if it taught you anything going through this um, coronavirus pandemic...
0: Outside is obsolete.
1: Outside is obsolete. We don't need it. No. We want to do everything from our homes. Yep. Work from home. Eat from home. That's about it. Eat from home.
0: The three pillars of human life. Work out from home. No, take that one out. Okay. (laughs) but yeah and at the end of the day like you know with uh, first watch this on our newsletter we just want to show our favorite videos yeah because why not it's always fun
1: yeah exactly
0: all of this was just to fill time in the airways and take up time in your life
1: that's all but I think I just wanted to give you something to listen to while you're stuck at home but it was fun it was yeah
0: because you're not listening on your commute anymore no your commute is from your bed to your desk. Yep.
1: And likely will be for a little while. A little while. COVID vaccine is looking promising from Pfizer, so we'll see We'll see what happens there. Yep. Doesn't mean I'm going to leave my house. No. Not with Postmates. Not. Nope. Um, so if you are a business and you don't have a good online presence, um, you should look into that.
0: Because outside is obsolete.
1: Outside is obsolete. The internet is
0: taking over the Mm -hmm. world. Absolutely. And also, I mean, not everyone is on Postmates or Grubhub or anything either. Like, every restaurant should be, for real.
1: Should be. Now, that actually brings up another point that um, I don't want to get super deep into. um, But that is one thing that uh, a lot of restaurants raised concerns about um, specifically with Grubhub um, is that there was um, there was pretty significant lawsuits and I'm sure we've all heard about some of them. One of them is how um, these delivery companies like Uber in general, but also Uber East, Grubhub, how they classify their employees as independent contractors versus actual employees, which allows them to Uh, bypass a lot of labor laws in terms of minimum wages, in terms of PTO, in terms of requiring um, to provide health care for people. Um, And then the other thing was that it was actually hurting local business Mm -hmm. because um, originally Grubhub had a rule that the products on Grubhub had to be the same price as what someone would pay in the restaurant. So what ends up happening is they offer that same product at the same price on Grubhub, but now they also have to pay for the delivery fees and everything else with the company. So they cut their margin, um, which, you know, food service margins are typically like three to 9%. It's a very small margin for restaurants. And now they cut that by like 40 or 50% um, because, you know, half of that price for that item is now going to uh, delivery fees and being up on the site. So that was one thing that kind of held a lot of companies and restaurants back from getting on those apps. Because um, for a long time, Grubhub, Uber Eats, um, a lot of those were very national chain focused. It was hard to find mm-hmm. some good local restaurants. And I think the best thing to come out of the global pandemic is that um, these companies to say, we're here for you and we're working with you and all of that, they actually slashed those delivery fees and um, made it a lot more economical for local restaurants and local businesses to be on their site without having to pay those hefty fees. So they could still make money. So Interesting. It is cool um, that they did that, but um Thank you for educating me on that. Absolutely. Anytime.
0: So maybe... Be on Grubhub, if it makes sense. But also Grubhub be
1: nice to local businesses. It's Definitely Please. be nice. Yeah. Definitely be nice. Oh, the other thing, um, monopolistic behavior. Um, so there have been these lawsuits, and um, this year, April of 2020, a group of New Yorkers sued DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, and Uber Eats, accusing all of them of using their market power monopolistically by only listing restaurants on their apps if the restaurant owner's signed contracts, which include clauses that require prices to be the same for dine-in customers as for customers receiving delivery. Um, So the plaintiffs in the case stated that this arrangement increases the cost for dine-in customers as they are now required to subsidize the cost for delivery, and that apps um, were charging exorbitant fees, which ranged from 13% to 40% of the revenue, um, which you That's know, the average, huge. yeah, the average restaurants profit margin ranges from three to nine percent of revenue. So when you are already um, with such a tight profit margin, and then you're charging now a thirteen to forty percent um, fee of revenue, like there's there's no way for these businesses to make money. Um, so the lawsuit uh, was seeking triple damages, including for overcharges um, since April fourteenth, twenty sixteen for dine-in and delivery customers in the U.S., um, for restaurants who were using the defendant's delivery apps, and a trial date has not yet been set. Hmm. So very interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was even allegations of listing without permission. So there was another group of restaurants in October of this year, which was just last month, that launched a class action lawsuit against Grubhub for having included them In its listings without having asked permission or in some cases um, the permission being denied on the grounds that this caused damage to the restaurant's reputation loss of control over the customer's dining experience and loss of control over their online presence and it reduced demand for their services Um, so they specifically cited grubhub um, who would list obsolete menus with invalid prices or unavailable options um, which would lead to customer complaints, and then Grubhub refused to delist those restaurants upon request, which also crazy because um, DoorDash and Postmates um, has had very similar issues. Um, I know that when I worked at Papado, um, that was one of the most frustrating things for our to-go servers and for our kitchen staff is people who are ordering through DoorDash or Postmates um ended up with super outdated menus and like some of these menu items hadn't been on the menu for like a year and a half. Oh, wow. so same thing where now we were getting calls and complaints about like, Hey, we don't have this item. Um, we would have this order sent to us and we would be like, okay, well we can fill one of those items out of the six that you just mentioned. So what do you want us to do? Um, so it's actually kind of interesting that, um, that happened in, just last month.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they have a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah, it's not a perfect
0: system. So great ad, Postmates. Yes. There's work to be done. Yes. But your advertising is great. Amen. However, product should come first, always. No, your customers should come first. That's right. Customers always right. I'm. Except when they're not.
1: Yeah, except when they're not. I hate that <laughs> being in food service for like my entire adult life. Basically. Um, I hate that whole, the customer's always right because they're not, they're not. And sometimes there's nothing I can do about it. So sorry.
0: So be sure to subscribe to our other podcast where we talk about how the customer's always wrong and how companies need to do better.
1: It's a great podcast. We talk about all of the worst experiences um, that we've ever had um, in restaurant service. Um,
0: That's not true. This no. is our only podcast, and yeah. you should subscribe to it. Absolutely. Uh, you can subscribe here. We are available everywhere. You should rate us because we have no ratings. Or reviews. Or reviews. I don't even know if we have any subscribers.
1: I don't think well, so. I'm just, pretty sure we just do this to talk just to Just being to honest each other. here. Yep, just yeah. put
0: a microphone as we have a conversation. Yeah, it's really fun. But for those who are listening, if you... Uh, Subscribe to our newsletter. You can hear about all the things that we have talked about ahead of time. I'm going to say that differently. You can know what we're going to be talking about ahead of time by reading the newsletter. And we break it down uh, into four parts. Each part is fun. And we just like to share our favorite video, which is what this one's all about.
1: Yeah. Sometimes Um, all four parts aren't fun. Yeah. Sometimes they're not very fun. But our podcasts are fun.
0: They're so much fun. It's just us having a nice little conversation.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, You can subscribe to said newsletter on our website at romshua.com. And we do have a new section of our website. EJ, would you like to tell us about it?
1: Yeah. So we included a little blog functionality to our website. So now you can go back and look at all of our pieces that we've written um, from our Medium accounts Um, to all of our newsletters that we've done podcasts few months podcasts Um, everything's in there we break everything up into the individual sections and uh, you could subscribe
0: you could subscribe there so just Mm -hmm. go to roomshua.com slash advantage and feed your soul with the best and worst of marketing
1: absolutely tune in next week where we talk about the travis scott and jay balvin meal and you know what we may have even try to build one ourselves because McDonald's isn't selling them anymore. So we're just gonna have to do it solo. Mm, looking forward to dinner with you. I'm not. <laughs> You're the worst dinner date.
0: All you do is talk. Why? Because I bring a microphone to it? Okay, <sighs> come on. Just pretend it's a candle.
1: People always look at us weird. We'll just be sitting there eating dinner together with this microphone on the table and everyone around us is just staring at us like, what are they doing? Okay, this has only happened a couple times. Two times too many. Anyway, thanks for tuning in.